Communities in Colorado are engaged in a political battle with the state to get more local control over oil and gas drilling. It's a battle many thought was heading to the ballot this November, until a last-minute compromise stopped this initiative effort in its tracks. The Democratic governor's office declared the compromise a victory, but Inside Energy's Dan Boyce says many on the environmental left are furious. 70-year-old great-grandmother Kay Fissinger looks out over a reservoir on the edge of the town of Longmont, Colorado. Companies have been trying to put in a series of gas wells near the banks. They'll be fracking all around here where people play. Fissinger has been fighting for the last three years to protect Longmont from fracking. The controversial technique of pumping pressurized water mixed with sand and chemicals deep underground to fracture rock and extract oil and gas. She helped lead a successful effort to ban fracking within Longmont city limits a couple of years ago. Four other Colorado cities followed suit. The state shot back by joining a lawsuit, saying Longmont did not have the authority to enact such a ban. That's what sent activists to the initiative process, to try to earn that authority. People are most concerned about what it means for their quality of life, their health. This is Democratic Colorado Congressman Jared Polis. The former tech entrepreneur decided to bankroll these so-called local control measures. It's like any other kind of industrial operation. I think it's uh, up to communities to decide if they want to incorporate that into their economic development strategy or not. But Polis more or less stood alone in his support. The Democratic establishment in Colorado pushed back hard says University of Denver political science professor Peter Hansen. The fracking initiatives were going to make life very difficult for the Democrats this fall. Both Democratic Governor John Hickenlooper and Senator Mark Udall are locked in tight re-election bids. And for Senator Udall or the governor to open themselves up to accusations that they were somehow opposed to energy development and jobs in this state uh, would have been politically quite dangerous for them. Colorado is sitting on vast reserves of shale. While activists were busy collecting signatures for the initiatives, the industry was already spending millions of dollars in advertising to fight them. It means jobs for Colorado. Then in early August, on the very day signatures for the ballot measures were due, Governor Hickenlooper announced a deal. Energy extraction and our environment and managing the balance can be difficult, but it's something we've always been able to do in Colorado. The state would drop one of its lawsuits against the city of Longmont, Congressman Polis would drop his initiatives. The oil and gas industry would drop two pro-fracking initiatives, and a new task force would be appointed to craft a solution on local control issues for state lawmakers. Activist Kay Fissinger and much of the anti-fracking crowd immediately attacked Polis for caving to political pressures. If you could sum it up, sum yeah, up your feelings. Uh, betrayal. Betrayal. Fissinger says she's been a Democrat for 50 years. But this whole thing is forcing her to leave the party. It'd be a cold day in hell before I vote for Hickenlooper. It would so violate my integrity to vote for this man. A judge declared Longmont's fracking ban unconstitutional earlier this summer, but didn't stop the activists who spoke up at a recent city council the meeting. people of Longmont look to you tonight. Council members voted unanimously to appeal the judge's ruling. Just this week, Governor Hickenlooper announced the makeup of the oil and gas task force, 19 members ranging from elected leaders to industry representatives to members of local anti-fracking groups. Matt Lepore heads up the Colorado Oil and Gas Conservation Commission, the state regulator. He argues the state is best equipped to regulate oil and gas, to avoid a hodgepodge of regulations. 
He commends the governor for brokering the compromise and says he breathed a sigh of relief. Yes, I did, and I think Colorado should have breathed a sigh of relief, too. Politicians of all stripes in oil and gas states have to balance the economic benefits of development with its environmental and health concerns. In Colorado, they've already taken some giant strides toward that balance. It's the first state to restrict methane emissions at oil and gas wells, and among the first to require companies disclose fracking fluid information. And now there's this task force of stakeholders across the spectrum. Other energy boom states will be looking to see if Colorado will lead on the local control debate, too. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce.